Welcome to Damn That's Deep with Lex. This is the catalyst for hard, transparent, vulnerable conversations where we go beyond surface level topics and get uncomfortable. Join me as I learn, explore, heal, and understand the most delicate parts of life. Here we go. Thank you for tuning in today with us on Damn That's Deep with Lex. We have an amazing special guest with us today. This is someone who is near and dear to my heart. So I'm going to let him introduce himself. Um, Yeah, go ahead. Who are you? Well, people, my name is Corbin. And I am the number one man (laughs) in this lovely lady's life. It's an honor (laughs) to be here today to provide y'all with some deep conversation. So let's kick it off. Okay, so most people don't know you. So for everyone, um, Corbin is my boyfriend. We met last year, 2019, on March 31st. So you want to tell them how we met your version? I'll let you tell them. Okay, so... Basically, I was sitting at the bar watching the Duke game, minding my business, eating some chicken wings, and drinking a bucket at Kickback at Jacks. Kickback Jacks. So, eating for some wings, reason, eating wings neatly. Whatever, that's what he calls it. But I was eating them like I regularly eat wings. I started eating them neatly when he sat down next to me. That's the truth. So I saw this man walk in, and I was like, hmm. So I sat up a little bit straighter in my seat and <laughs> kept eating my wings more neatly. And he decided to sit next to me. So I was like, hmm. I didn't say anything the whole time. I was a gentleman and I asked, was anyone sitting in oh, the seat yeah, beside did. of her? Yeah. And I was just like, no. So he sat there and proceeded to watch the basketball game. We were both upset because Duke took an L and we were both Duke fans. And I think you said something first. I believe Out so. loud. Not to me, but he said something out loud in which I responded to. And then from there, we talked, like, for the rest of the night. Yeah. And it didn't stop, and we haven't stopped talking since then. Have we went a day without speaking to each other in the past? No. We haven't went a day since we met. Almost, well, it has been 365 days. It's been over that. But, yeah. So... When we both met one another, we had things going on in our lives. One of the things that Corbin told me on the first day we met was that he was a father. So we're going to talk about that a little bit today. I'm going to ask him some questions. He's going to ask me some questions. And we're going to get into what, what it was like adjusting to being in a relationship with someone with a kid or being a parent who's bringing a plus one into a relationship. Um... So I'm going to ask my first question and see what you got to say. You ready? Okay. (laughs) So what was your mindset before deciding to date again, knowing you'd be coming into a relationship with a plus one, with a child? Well, initially, my mindset wasn't really to jump in to a relationship or get serious again. It's taken a lot for me to allow myself not to be guarded and welcome somebody into my life. I just kind of get a feel for it day by day, situations all around. It takes me a while to finally welcome somebody in to meet my daughter. Lex is the first female that has been introduced to my daughter, which is now three years old. So 
no other female has had the that, pleasure. Yeah, that pleasure or been introduced to her. So that says a lot. That holds a lot of weight. So it's just it's taken me a while to fully be able to think that I can just trust a certain female or feel like they're the best fit to I guess be a positive effect or just influence in my daughter's life so there's a decent age gap between me and Lex but yes y'all we are she carries herself very well and I carry myself (laughs) in a certain manner as well so I think we kind of collaborate on that end so it's been cool Okay, so yeah, that's one thing you had told me when we first met. You were just like, mm, I'm guarded. And I was just like, haha, you don't know me because I see through that. And <laughs> I pretty much from the beginning, I remember we went to Tropical Smoothie. Do you remember that? And that was the day he was trying to low-key sell me on his guardedness a little bit. And I was just like, I had already saw through it because the first day we met, we talked so much about so many different things. And I was just like... He might be guarded in certain aspects, but I feel like I'm the right person, maybe, <laughs> to, like, get him talking. So. She, she opened the door pretty pretty smooth. You know. She didn't force her way in. She opened it smoothly, so. She got game. She thought she <laughs> Okay, so what was your biggest fear about bringing women into your daughter's life? Uh, I guess the biggest fear was whether they will be able to understand that my daughter comes first and that you do have to share some of that attention and that it's not just all about y'all sometimes and I mean in the past that's been like a big issue with certain females that I did decide that I was going to try to maybe entertain which is irrelevant now (laughs) but I mean, it was just one of them things where they didn't always understand that my daughter comes first. She spends time with her mom. She spends time with me. So it's like it's one of those things where when I have time that I'm spending with her outside of when I'm working, I try to make the best of that time. And it takes me a while to finally decide that I'm going to just allow a female to share that time with me. And I I've allowed Lex to do that, and and with both of you, she's she's been in the trio to where it's been my daughter, her, and myself. So I feel like that gives you time, kind of, to just spend and like cultivate that part of your life. And then when we're together, all three of us are together. That's like working on different dynamics and different um, things. So I feel like at first it was a little difficult, like even like little things. I'd be like, dang, I wish he was here. Like I wish we could do this together. But at the same time, like, I'm completely understanding, like, I want her to come. I don't ever want to come before that ever because I can be here today and gone tomorrow. And that's, you know what I that's, mean? Yeah, that's what I was going to hit on, too, because, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like when I introduce her to someone, which I've introduced her to Lex, it's one of those things where I don't want it to be a temporary thing. I've looked at this as oh, this is somebody I can build and grow with that I can see a future with. So I allowed her to come in and be a part of that. So it's one of those things where I didn't just see her as somebody that might be here for the moment and go on the next. I didn't want to 
allow my daughter to be a part of a situation to where I knew it wasn't going to possibly transpire into something permanent, so. Yeah, and especially because, I mean, younger kids don't usually remember stuff, but. But she's pretty smart, and she does pick up on things, whether or not she's three or not. She has a good memory. Yeah, and you don't want to just bring people in and out of yeah. your child's life. So I think that's important. And just, I'm grateful <laughs> that I was, you know, the the one who um, swept you off your feet a little bit. So you've kind of touched on the fact that you never really brought anyone else around your daughter. And you felt like um, I was a good person to be that. But why is that? And how do you think I've taken on... Um, adjusting to that being that I've never been in a relationship with someone who has a child I felt like you were definitely a personable person I mean I was able to open up to you I felt like I could trust you confiding in you talking to you about certain things whether it was my past faults flaws whatever the case may be I felt comfortable enough to tell you that yes I do have a daughter this is going to be a package deal. If you're interested, you seem to remain interested. You stay persistent on keeping in contact with me. It wasn't like, oh, I'm hitting her up and then I'm getting kind of the little short responses or anything like that. I felt like anytime we talked or whatever the case may be, it was still a full conversation. It wasn't like you were actually losing interest based off of something that I had that I might have been bringing to the table you you seem to still feel like you wanted to be a part of that so i felt comfortable and felt like you were a good fit i mean i guess i mean you did intrigue me i guess interest me you still do okay well how do you feel like the second part of that question how do you feel like i've done adjusting to that especially like i know i say things sometimes when we talk about things you feel like I do a good job, or do you feel like I struggle sometimes? Or if there is something I struggle with, like, what is it? Well, it's not that I feel like you just necessarily struggle, but it's one of them things, you know me better than a lot of people. I'm not a confrontational person, so certain things that I might tell you is going on currently, whether it's between my daughter's mom and I, like, we both see things differently at times and I'm not like I said the confrontational person to where I'm gonna sit here and pick a fight or whatever so sometimes I just kind of sit back and I compromise with just allowing certain stuff to ride and I know that's not always how you see it but no y'all I definitely have my opinions and I have ideas and thoughts about what things should look like or how they should be but that's between them like that's not I that's something I've had to come to terms with like I don't got no say so in that um they gonna figure it out so because at the end of the day I do my part I'm not here to work against her mother um from day one I've always said I was willing to work with her a lot of people don't know yeah we have a child together but we weren't in a serious situation or relationship when my daughter was brought into this world so it hasn't been the best situation overall from the start but it's gradually gotten better over time so 
it's a work in progress. That's the song for that um, statement you just made. Yeah. Yep. I definitely see it in different ways sometimes, but I think that if if anything I did struggle with, it would probably be like that I couldn't do anything about certain situations, and it's just like knowing that I'm I'm such a person who wants to fix people or fix things and there's I'm learning more in my life not just with Corbin but in anything in life that there are just some things I can't have control over and for me that causes me a lot of anxiety sometimes um knowing that I can't do anything about certain things but I'm also understanding and coming to terms with that idea in different aspects of life but especially um with that situation um so another question you run it you want it shoot me with okay what were or are your expectations about how i show up in your daughter's life and the influence i have on her as long as you show up respectful and i mean there's no confrontation or petty arguments amongst myself and you when she's around and I mean, I feel like you treat her great. Like, I mean, I know you said that you couldn't see yourself actually being a mother right now, but I feel like you feel the role of another positive female in her life as far as how you carry yourself, different things that you're willing to do. I mean, you're patient with her as well as myself. So, I mean, that takes a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. Well, thanks. I don't know. I guess I feel like I show up pretty well in her life. Like, she, we enjoy one another when we're around each other for the most part. Um, I think pretty much all the time. She has, she's fun. Mm. And then she always wants you to show for Full us. Full of energy. Yeah. <laughs> so she welcomes you together. in to <laughs> sit in the back seat with her <laughs> while I'm driving Miss Daisy and Daisette. In the bed. Day, day Zet. <laughs> yeah, so Corbin is, when uh, his daughter's around, Corbin is our chauffeur. She always wants me to sit in the back seat with her. But yeah, I feel like we're we're building a good um, relationship with one another. And I think it'll get better in time and as she gets older too and kind of understands like the role that I play and how everything has panned out. Um, Most definitely. So that's exciting. Because like you said, like, I, I don't, I, I wouldn't be comfortable with being like a mother of my own child at this age um maybe never but we'll see um <laughs> but knowing that I can still have that positive influence on her life that gives me a little bit of fulfillment it makes me feel good true so I, I feel agree. like that's enough okay that, that can be enough okay that holds a lot of weight <laughs> So, y'all, ask Corbin some questions. I'm going to let him ask me some. I'm going to try and be, you know, open and deep with y'all. I'm going to do my best. So, we're going to go ahead and dive in. My first question to Lex was, what made you willing to take a chance with a guy who, in my words, I've said I'm a baby daddy, but I'm a father? (laughs) A father. Yes, you are. So, um, what made me willing to take a chance I don't ever cancel anyone out when I first meet them, um, regardless of what they have going on. Um, and a kid was never a deal breaker for me. 
So a lot of people, that's a deal breaker for them. For me, it wasn't. So when I met you, I was already kind of just like open to that and open um, because you told me like up, up front, you were just like, hey, this is me. These are my circumstances. This is what I'm coming to the table with. Um, you either with it or you're not. And I was just like, damn, I respect it. And <laughs> from there, I'm just like, I'm willing, I'm willing to take that chance because I feel like I felt like and I still feel like you handle your shit. And if you were a deadbeat dad or just a baby daddy, like I probably wouldn't have taken a chance on you because um, I wouldn't see you fulfilling your obligation. And I don't respect that. But because you do everything and more than is expected of you, then I think that says a lot about who you are as a man. And I want a man like that in my life. <laughs> cool, cool. You got him. Yeah, no. So I knocked her off her feet. Yeah, he did, y'all. I think it was it was mutual. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to go into the second question. What has been the biggest fear or issue along the way so far in our journey together? Um, <laughs> I think the biggest fear for me is always that there are other connections prior to me. For instance, your daughter has a mother. You and her mother have history. So coming into it, um, I knew that was reality I knew that was fact but um I think my biggest fear was that that would that would become an issue of the fact that her presence is still there or like you all might communicate more sometimes than others and like where's my comfortability lie in it and then where is my where are the boundaries that I can set um in our relationship when it comes to having those past um, those past relationships in our lives and not allowing those to influence us as a couple. So, yeah, I think that's my biggest, like, thing I had to navigate. Gotcha. Does it make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. So what's been the biggest issue, I guess? Well, you know what with, that was. I don't know. You tell me. Maybe you need to reiterate. Um... You do know what that was. The situation when you went down there. Oh. Yeah. Well. That was my biggest issue. But we're not going to go deep into that, should we? I don't think so. That's brushed under the rug now. Exactly. So <laughs> Neither of us that's another talk. thing that's irrelevant. Yep. So that was my biggest issue so far. All right. Well, that's cool. <laughs> Number three is... Do you feel a certain way not being the first woman I've shared a child with? The answer is no. Expand. Okay, so like I said earlier, like it would have, it could have been a problem to a lot of people. I know a lot of people who want their the person they marry or the person that they spend the rest of their life with to be the only person they've ever had a kid with. One, I don't think that's really realistic for everyone, but two. Like I said, I was open prior to you to being like, okay, if someone did come along with a kid, I'd be open to that. So I don't feel some type of way, and I don't think I would feel some type of way about not being the person you had your first kid with. Because I don't know if I want kids for myself, and I want you to be able to have that if that's something you wanted to. Yeah. So 
you do have it and I don't feel my type of way about not being the first woman you share a child with. Alright. And lastly, what keeps you interested in being a part of this package deal? Because it's been great. Like, I literally, I can't think of, like, many low times. Like, we haven't really had any low times um, since we've met each other when it came to, like, adjusting to you having a child. Like, I don't think that was ever, like, a, it's ever been a big deal for us. It's been something that is, and we take it as it is, and we make the best out of it. And we have a good time when we're together, if we are together. And I think that's all all we can do. I don't know. I I enjoy it. It gives us a little extra something, too. She she keeps me energized when she's around. (laughs) Shooting water guns or whatever. So, I don't know. I think it's fun. I enjoy it. What do you think? Not worn out from it already? No, I'm not. I don't think I will be. And also, it's because, like, how much time is, like, allocated toward everything or everyone. Um, I feel like you all spend a good amount of time together individually. We spend some together as a package deal, as you call it. And then she spends time with her mother and stuff. So I don't feel like it's ever been overwhelming and I feel like that it could be that way. Like, reality could shift quickly. And that's something we would also have to um, talk about and be prepared for. But as of right now, I haven't been overwhelmed with the, with our relationship and you having a child. Well, that's all I got. Well, is it hard for I'm... you? I have a question, a follow-up. So is it hard for you balancing having a child and being in a relationship? I mean, it's definitely an adjustment. Like I said, I mean, you're the first person I've allowed myself to be in a relationship with since I've been a father. So, I mean, it's an adjustment. It's not overwhelming or it doesn't just beat the brakes off of me. But, I mean, I feel like I maintain and I manage pretty well overall. I don't feel like I overdo it or try to oh my gosh there's a fly I don't think I overdo what I'm capable of so yeah I get. I guess I get what you were saying with that okay <laughs> I think I do it I think I do pretty good you do a great job honestly you do I probably could improve job. in some way but I don't know I guess you'll inform me of that well like you know if we're you always start, learning if you start getting bored or you feel like I'm not holding up Y'all, Corbin swears I'm going to get bored with him or something. We, he is not a boring person. We have a good time together. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. <laughs> so, let's talk about, um, do you have any, like, advice or anything you'd give someone who decides they want to date someone who has a child? Or someone who has a child and wants to get back out into the dating scene? I mean... Me personally, I don't feel like I took too much time, I guess, keeping myself out of the dating scene. I just feel like you individually know when you're ready to take that step. So, I mean, I can't 
speak or just give advice. I just say, take what time you need. And I mean, there's somebody out here for everybody. Yeah. I feel, and I mean, it's better to allow yourself that time as opposed to settling and just putting yourself in a situation just because you want to feel complete again, but it might not be the best thing for you. So I feel like just make sure that you know this is the right situation for you and your child or children if you have more than mm -hmm. one. That's the best advice I can give. Like, so I just allow, being like very intentional about like what you're doing and how you're moving and who you're moving with. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I agree with that. I think the biggest thing I would tell anyone who is open to dating or thinks they would be open to dating someone who has a child is probably just learning like you have to take a step back and like sometimes and just learn whether that mean like learning about their relationship and learning how you fit into that or learning um what it actually means to be in a relationship like that because I feel like a lot of times young people especially are in relationships and are very like selfish and self-centered and everything I want everything about me and I want to be catered to all the time and knowing that like there's someone else in the picture like that's not the reality and that's not always going to be the reality you'll have your times and you'll have your oh, moments yeah. where yeah it's about you but you have to be open to the idea that life is not surrounding like life doesn't only look out for you oh, yeah. and I think that's one thing a lot of young women probably would struggle with um but no I think that's pretty pretty much what I would say so I did have a quote <laughs> to also say and it's don't block your blessings just because someone else has one of their own basically just I don't know I feel like if I wouldn't have been open to Corbin because he had a child I would have been blocking something amazing from happening in my life and not knowing how that would transpire. That's true. And I'd probably be single and mingling and probably bored with people and annoyed with men because men are annoying and dating is terrible. I speak for myself. So. <laughs> I got you to commit, so, so that's the main thing. You got me to commit. Mm, interesting. Hmm. Okay. So I think that was pretty good. Do you have any other like key takeaways? No. Any anything you want to say to the people? I feel like we hit on some good points and Okay, I have a lightning round. You know what that is? You gotta answer these questions in three seconds or less. But it's not really a question, it's a fill in the blank, okay? So fill in the blank. I might fail. <laughs> You can't fail this. <laughs> Being open and vulnerable is blank. Being open and vulnerable is major. Okay, major. <laughs> okay, my favorite musical artist is blank. Life Genius. You a liar. Yours, not oh, mine. <laughs> I thought you was talking about yours. I th that's what I oh, thought no, you no, were you. sitting on. No, it's yours. We're going to have to edit this. <laughs> <laughs> nope, we gotta leave it. No, we gotta so, edit this. Your favorite music artist Take is Blank. Two. <laughs> My favorite music artist is right now. 
Three, two. I'm going to go with Cole still. Okay. Your biggest goal in life is blank. To be financially stable and just comfortable. Okay. I love blank. You love blank. Sorry. I love my relationship. <laughs> okay, brownie points. Okay. Well, that was it for this episode. I got to figure out what we're going to name it. But I think we touched on some good things. You opened up, and I I thank you for that. I thank you for being my first guest. Ooh, first. You are going to be the first episode. <laughs> on this podcast. Damn, that's deep. So, thanks. No doubt. <laughs>